It's time now for the 360 round. Today we're focusing on Tesla. Tesla's up about 20% in the last three months. Seth Goldstein, senior equity analyst, Morningstar. Jay Jacobs, senior VP, head of research and strategy at Global X ETFs. So glad you're both here. As I said, the stock has shot up, right, in the last three months. Record deliveries and, uh, you know, a lot of talk about $1,000. So as we take a look here, I know Morningstar, I saw, Seth, that your target is more around the $600 range. And it's not because you don't like Tesla, but because that's where you think it's more fairly valued. Tell me about that. When you're valuing Tesla, there's two important things to consider. First, will their new technology work? Things like the full self-driving software, the ancillary businesses like selling insurance, selling uh, electricity generation and storage, and then two, how many vehicles will they sell? Because every vehicle that they sell creates an incremental uh, larger market for them. I think over the long term, you know, they're still going to have a technological advantage. They're going to be very successful in rolling out things like full self-driving, but they're just not going to sell as many vehicles uh, over the next 10 years as consensus and the current stock price implies. All right. Well, that, I see what you're saying, and I, I get a more cautious tone. We've had on Dan Ives of Wedbush, who I, I know you know, um, $1,000 target. So, Jay, as we take a look, I mean, he was saying that it has a very efficient supply chain because it has factories in China and in California, so they made it through the chip shortage a little better than others. And we also heard from Citi that has been just talking about China EV sales up 220% year over year. Your thoughts, Jay? I mean, is this a winner? Well, I think it's undeniable that we're seeing the demand for electric vehicles just absolutely explode right now. During the pandemic, we saw a huge increase in the number of electric vehicles sold, despite an overall slowdown in the uh, in the in the broader car market. Deliveries this year for Tesla or this quarter is 73% over Q3 of 2020. Uh, so we're seeing very strong delivery numbers. And I think that's only going to accelerate in this environment where we're seeing higher oil prices. The cost of charging up a Tesla is about $10 to go from zero to 100. Filling up a tank for a comparable car could be about $40 to $50. So as consumers really look at this from a price perspective and a kind of overall economic picture, I think we're going to continue to see the acceleration of EV adoption across the entire economy. Yeah, and Seth, that, that's been a theme, right? EV adoption, and that's what we're seeing, as I mentioned, um, that we are now at this point looking at 220% growth for EV sales in China. And so with that, you still see that it might just have slower growth than you anticipate. Is that right? I mean, is it just because of competition? You don't think Tesla's way ahead of the other guys? I know you mentioned some of the actual products in your note. I was going through that. You mentioned the light trucks and some of the names. Are there some parts of Tesla that seem better than others? Certainly, Tesla right now has a technological advantage and makes the best EV on the market. You know, in, in terms of things like uh, range per battery size, in terms of profit margins, being able to make a vehicle cheaper, uh, which is more profitable. But over the long term, as battery costs continue to fall and as mm -hmm. technology improves with the other automakers, Things like having the best range will no longer matter if every EV can go over 300 miles and most EVs can go over 400 miles. So while we think Tesla will still retain their technological advantage, we think the other automakers will catch up to the point where it's not going to matter as much. I mean, 
nobody really buys a car today based on who has the biggest gas tank size. It's many other features. So things like having the biggest range will no longer matter in the future once, you know, that consumer range anxiety is alleviated. Right. And Jay, your thoughts as you talk about some of the competition? I mean, is you're running these global X ETFs. Um, is this something you would put in there? Are there other automakers that seem more attractive to you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I used to say Tesla had a five-year head start on the automobile industry and the electric vehicle space. Now I think that's probably down to about three years. We're seeing a lot of the major manufacturers come out with a series of models that are electric or plug-in hybrid. We're seeing huge billion-dollar commitments to retooling entire factories to produce dozens of models across the VWs and the Mercedes and the BMWs of the world. So I think they are catching up. I think the key from the investor perspective is not just to look at this as a automobile manufacturing trend. This goes across the entire supply chain. We're really uh, excited by the lithium mining space as well as the battery production space because ultimately it doesn't matter if Tesla's mm-hmm. the winner, if VW's the winner, if BMW's right. the winner, they're all going to have to buy lithium from a very small group of lithium miners that control the entire industry. So there's a lot of pricing power in the upstream part of this theme. All right. Thank you both very, very much. Jay Jacobs, Global X ETF, Seth Goldstein of Morningstar. Great talk.